Welcome everyone to Curtain Jerks right here on the Comedy Podcast Network. I'm Scott Narver. And I'm Steve Sears. Uh, we are comedians living in Hollywood, bringing you the fun and funny wrestling each and every week because we love wrestling. We love it so much. One of us overindulges, talks about it way too much on a week-to-week basis, and the other one gets caught up minutes before the show. I watched Fastlane. Did you? Yeah. Shut up. Seriously. For real? Yeah. Scott, we're on the march to WrestleMania. <laughs> That's oh. what I call it, right? Yeah, yeah, buddy. That's the right. two-step march. Yeah, they wouldn't deal with a road and a fast lane mm. dealing with that road. No, we're marching. No, we're on a day hike to WrestleMania. We're goose-stepping to WrestleMania. <laughs> Following the McMahon regime and questioning nothing. Questioning nothing all the way to WrestleMania. Heil McMahon! Heil McMahon! Uh, I'm excited. Fast lane was good. It was good. I like it. You know it. what else is good? What? Having a monthly subscription to Pro Wrestling Loop. Jesus Christ, it's probably 10% too much. You're right. So there's a way we can fix that, Steve. Use the promo code JERKS, J-E-R-K-S. You put that there in the little code box. You get 10% off your first loot. What do I get? You get loot. You get DVDs, autographs, T-shirts, action figures, changes each and every month. You'd have everything that's cool and different that doesn't just, you know, it's not all the mainstream wrestling stuff. You got cool stuff showing up in your house. Much like if you want to watch the network to watch pay-per-views show up right at your door. You don't want to go get the pay-per-view. That's silly. Have loot show up right at your doorstep. And what does it come in again? What does it come in? A loot. A loot box. And how much do I save? 10%. And how do I get that 10% discount? Using the promo code JERKS. Thank you very much for answering my question. Hey, no problem. Now get out of my office. <laughs> Goddamn lizards. Uh, you watch Fastlane for real? Yeah. Uh, one of my favorite matches, I think, even though Reigns won, was Lesnar, Reigns, and Ambrose. I thought that was super cool. Really? Yeah. You are in the minority. I thought it was fucking awesome. The internet kidding? hates you for this. Are you kidding me? It had one of the coolest things I've ever said. Did you watch Fastlane? Uh, yeah, bro. <laughs> I had one of probably my favorite things I've ever seen in a wrestling match, which is Lesnar beating the crap out of Ambrose. Yes. Ambrose on the ground, like crawling, like to get back up. And he gives Lesnar the one minute finger. Like, yes. Just hold on. Hold on. Give me a second. Lesnar fucking loving it. Like that was mm-hmm. a scene from Die Hard. That was a scene from an action movie that I haven't seen for a very long time. I was like, this, this is something special. And then what happens shortly after that? In that same sequence, as uh, Brock approaches and Dean Ambrose is up on his feet, Dean slapped him in the face. Yeah. <laughs> he went for it. That's that's dumb and yeah. great. Uh, Ambrose, I think what's great about Ambrose is he looks like he can take a beating. So that's what's going to make these matches so cool. Mm-hmm. Reigns is there. Yeah. He wrestles. Hey, you know what? You know what happened? Chair shots makes Reigns stronger. Yeah, that was a bummer. That was, you know what? I, I, it's almost, just, I, I, don't, I feel like sometimes. I'm going to say it, because it, it's the category of, that was super gay. <laughs> I don't mean it in a homophobic way, nothing like that. Just like, come on, that was super gay. Hit you with the chair multiple times, and then you hit your finisher from that? Uh, look, based on our history and the lingo of the times, at 14 or 15, I would have completely agreed with you. Exactly, yeah. and that's what it is. It's the 14 or 15-year-old going like, come on. Super gay. Yeah, it's saying quiet. It's saying it a little bit quieter because your mom's walking by and be like, "How much did we pay for this again?" (laughs) 
Well, if you're not even enjoying it, what's the point? If Don't say super gay. You you know your uncle's in the other room. If it's so super gay, then why are you super watching it? <laughs> All right, boys, have fun. <laughs> Enjoy your popsicles. <laughs> <laughs> what flavor do you have? Kiss me. <laughs> Vanilla. <laughs> Vanilla popsicles? Kiss me. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean... It was cool. Uh, Brock was great, as always, you, just watching him, decimating him. The the German suplex, where he's got the, both of them, where uh, oh, Ambrose yeah. is up above. And, and he does that. I was sweet. That was cool. Um, I, I dug that. I, I guess my Uncle Terry would say that is super gay, because <laughs> being gay rocks. <laughs> well, if you guys love being gay so much, now I know why you were watching the pay-per-view. Well, enjoy your popsicles. <laughs> Uh, wow. Uh, I, I enjoyed that so much. It totally threw my, <laughs> my train of thought. Um, I'm trying to remember some of the other matches of the card. Oh, Owens and Ziggler. That, that was, was cool. good. I, uh, trash talking. I was one. What was really funny to me. It was Fastlane as an overall pay-per-view. I felt like was really long. I was like, all I want is this main event. All I want is this main event. And then I got the main event and I was like, this is what I'm here for. And I can understand people not liking it. I loved it. I thought it was really cool. It's, it was a shame that Reigns won. Yeah. But at the same time, in my mind, What do you I was, expect? I was like, what do you expect? I was like, great. Now Ambrose and Lesnar get to have a match, and that's what I care about. Yeah, that is way more exciting. And that that's always... Well, it shouldn't always be the case, but that happens seemingly more recently than uh, most times where it's like, okay, yeah, 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 that's the title thing, whatever. I don't care about that. The other stuff is what's super cool. I mean, now, honestly... Uh, Shane McMahon and Undertaker should go last. We'll get there. Steve. I know that we'll I get there. This, uh, I pooched our storyline for today, but no, like, no, no, I'm just saying, like, we'll that, get there. Something that should be been... the main event. It's God pretty... damn it, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty big, but yeah, we got the title picture all set up. We got uh, we got Brock and uh, we got uh, Dean fighting it out. Mm-hmm. Did you see any of what happened on Monday Night Raw? No, I didn't. I heard about two? it. That's why I brought it up. But. Did you know that Dean got all beat up in the parking lot by Brock Lesnar? That I saw because that was on online before Raw even started. That has to be the scariest thing on planet Earth is to see Brock Lesnar running at you at full speed. Yeah, I, I put that up there. I mean, but he... Lesnar full speed is still like this very weird sort of wrestling shimmy double step walk. <laughs> like it's not like him like pounding those arms up and down and moving those mighty tree trunks. Like he still has the weird super shimmy legs where he's like, I'm coming for you. I'm coming for you. It's like a football drill where yeah, they're just doing, in place. He's doing the football drills in place, but he's just moving towards you like a bad animation <laughs> in a video game. <laughs> yeah. So he beats the hell out of him. Um, Ambrose gets taken off in an ambulance. Uh, Heyman and Lesnar in the ring doing their thing. It's fantastic as always. And Heyman's cutting down Dean saying, if anybody else wants to challenge Brock, you know, look at what happened to Dean. Go talk to Dean and you'll see what happens. Ambulance comes into the stadium. They're looking. The driver isn't there. Apparently, uh, Ambrose might have thrown the driver on the freeway or something. I'm not really sure what happened. Nice. Ambrose comes in, takes the next brace off. Is crawling to get to the ring and challenge uh, uh, <laughs> Lesnar to mania. And Lesnar brushes him off, walks not just over him, stomps on his face 
to walk away. I saw a photograph of that. I did not see it actually happen, but he does the like the step over, usually mm-hmm. on the stomach, sometimes the back. That was on the head. Or the side of your head. Yeah. That's what he did. And then Dean still insisted, like, I'm challenging you. Heyman came back down and then crouched down and said, my client accepts your challenge. Ugh. <laughs> Superb. Superb. Ladies and gentlemen, my name Paul Heyman. Is what are you doing? Paul Heyman. That is what my twin brother would say. My name is Mort Heyman. Hello. <laughs> wow, I'm sorry. Uh Mr. Heyman. Hello. I, I thought you were Paul Heyman. You are Mort Heyman? Paul I Heyman's... am Mort Heyman, Paul Heyman's twin brother. Wow, uh, we are huge fans of Paul Heyman on the podcast. Thank you so much for joining us today. This is quite a surprise. Well, I like surprises, and I'm here to scout and here to see what kind of new talent there might be to sign. Hello! Uh, So, Mr. Heyman, you work with your brother, Mr. Heyman. I do not work with my brother. I merely celebrate Rosh Hashanah. (laughs) Hanukkah. And all family events together like birthdays and children's birthdays and anniversaries the and the like. and Passover. I do not work for Heyman Hustle. That is my brother's enterprise. I do not sign any of his angry clients. Any of his beastly men that he has under his tutelage. Hello. Now, Mr. Heyman, uh, Mort. Uh, what kind of talent are you scouting for right now? For wrestling? For Hello. Uh, hello. That's Haven Entertainment Laugh and Lullaby Opportunities. Oh, wow. That is my talent agency. Please. Hello. <laughs> Mr. Haven, tell me more. I am an entertainment talent agency. I am not looking for the mad or the depraved. Oh, the crazy? No, I'm looking for someone that's funny. I'm looking for someone that might sing a little ditty or that might dance a two-step. That's what I'm looking for. I love the sports entertainment industry. I want someone entertaining. My brother goes for all the mad guys. Wow. Hello. <laughs> Hello. So, well, Scott and I are both comedians living in Hollywood. That's why You're I'm... a comedian. Yes, I am. Why haven't you said anything funny yet? <laughs> oh, that sounds like something very funny. Well, I was being serious. <laughs> oh. Um, well, you know, it's I guess we're sort of incidental comedians a lot of the time. We sort of That doesn't play in front of an audience. <laughs> no, it doesn't. You're talking 100,000 people at WrestleMania. You can't be incidentally entertaining. No, it's not going to fly. You need to be intentionally entertaining. Absolutely. So, what have you got for me? Do you do a juggle? What happens? Are you a plate spinner? Uh, I do a couple character voices here and there. Oh, I you do, do voices? <laughs> I do some voices. Well, that's fun. Uh, I, uh, do you need to hide behind a scrim? Uh, no, I don't. I All can, right. Yeah. Uh, I do very little physical comedy. I'm a, I think I'm sort of degrading in ability in terms of an improv comic. I feel like my improvising skills probably suffering a little bit. Oh, um, improvising where you just decide to show up on the night and make it up. Don't put in any effort in. Ah, oh, we'll just see if it flies or not. Incidentally, it might have been good. <laughs> exactly. Again, that doesn't really pay the bills now, does it? No, there's really no revenue split with any of the major comedy theaters in Los Angeles. Yes. Yeah. It's it's a hard racket, I tell you. You know what's good? 
Broadway. Really? Sing and dance and all the training can't really pays off. You know, I understand a lot of those Broadway uh, actors and are doing quite well for themselves. They do wonderful. And so are all the sports entertainers. They're terrific. And I'm looking for the special ones. That's right. I'm looking for someone, not like a Dean Ambrose. Oh, I'm crazy. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm drooling. Ah, uh, my hair's all wet. I'm not impressed by that. I want someone funny. Someone who can crack a joke. Well, would you like to sort of send out a casting call to uh, to our fans? Yes, I've been looking at a bunch of headshots and resumes lately. All right. I was wondering, since you seem to be an expert on sports entertainment, maybe you could help me okay. going through some of these gentlemen here. Absolutely. Let's well, the take, first one I have here is, is a man named Sting. Ah, yeah, Sting. He seems to be a clown. Is he a clown? Does he do funny clown things? Could I take him to my Paul's... Uh, but my brother Paul's party for his children, and he'll do some clowning? Uh, I mean, I think he tells a few jokes here and there, but oh. most of the time I feel like he's a pretty aggressive wrestler. Oh. Classic style, just sort of really honed over the years. Well, he dresses like a clown. Why not be funny? I mean, I think... Why not be a funny clown? He sometimes says things funny, but that's usually coming from an aggressive place. What's one of the funny things that Sting has said in the in the past? Uh, jeez. Uh, let's... Maybe let, maybe I can play a quick audio drop, okay? Here, let me cue one up and... Oh, baby! Ooh, ooh, Triple H, I'm here to teach you a lesson. Ooh, Stinger. I mean, it's maybe not funny, just really aggressive. Yeah, it's not a... I don't know what a clown would know about teaching. He should be a teacher, then, if that's what's going to happen. You can't really be a clown and a teacher. They're, they're, they're complete opposites. The guidance counselor would tell you that right off the bat. Uh, stop being a class clown. You're right. That's yeah. what a lot of guidance counselors told me. All right, well, I'm not going to take this sting guy. I'm going to put him in the no pile. Okay. All right, I, I have another fella here. All right, Bray Wyatt. All right, okay. He, he looks like a carnival act. Uh, he is, there is kind of a creepy sort of carny atmosphere to him. Okay, good. Oh, so he's probably some sort of, uh, some sort of, uh, uh, Bob Teller. Bob Teller? Bob. 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 Don't you know the singer Bob Streisand? Oh, a singer. A Bob. You mean a Bob? Telling Bob, spinning Bobs, you know. Oh, like. Telling stories. Like a, like a Mickey Rooney? B-A-R-B. Bob. B-A, Barb. Yeah, that's what I've been saying. You say it. Barb. Bob. Barb. Bob. Barb. We're saying the same thing. I'm saying Barb. Oh, clearly you're tone deaf. You could never be on Broadway. Uh, well, no need to be mean, Mr. Mort. I hope you know how to stitch, because that shirt's going to fall apart soon enough. What? <laughs> Why would you say that? Well, about? you're not going to be able to afford another one doing your improv incidental funniness. Jesus, you do cut to the quick. I'm in a talent agency. Hello. Uh, all right. Gotta pay the bills. I've got three cell phones. My brother only has two. Well, and now that's interesting. Is there a little bit of competition between you and your brother? Of course there's competition. He's got a foot ahead of me. He's got a Brock Lesnar. He had a CM Punk and a Ryback. Oh, I got to catch up and get to this. I got I to gotta bills to pay. Also, yeah, Heidenreich in there too, right? And a CM Punk? Yes, that's right. I, I, well, I said CM Punk, so you're not a good listener, so you're not a very good actor, clearly, because those people get paid. Those people get paid lots of money Did for acting. Did you say CM Punk? Yes, I, I've said it a couple of times. You don't even remember this? Or you'd have a concussion? You didn't say Heidenreich. No, I didn't say Heidenreich. Nor Big Show. No, I didn't say Big Show either. I mentioned three. I figured three was enough. That's pretty good. No, Heidenreich... Uh, he would be terrible. He's not entertaining at all. I watched some tapes on him. No. Terrible. Not funny. No. Uh, 
okay, I have another gentleman here. You didn't seem to be too hot on Bray Wyatt. No, I, well, I, I, he doesn't, I mean, he says interesting things. I don't think he really insults people. Oh, he says interesting things. Well, so does Charlie Rose, but he's very boring. <laughs> All right, Mort, who's next? All right, I've got Fandango. Now, he looks like a sparkly gentleman. Now, that's a dancer. That now, that's a, a guy who looks like he could afford new clothes all the time, not being incidentally funny. No, he is a dancer. He's a, That's a showman. That is a showman. He's a dancer and a showman, eh? Yes. Yes, he is. Mm, well, hello, Fandango. Oh. I think I have my first client. I think you should go after him. I think Fandango would be a great addition to Mort Heyman's uh, talent agency. Hello? Hello? I think we're going Laughs gonna... and lullabies? Is that what it is? Oh, goodness gracious. Can you not retain any information? Jeez, you... <laughs> You're bullying me, Mort. Bullying? I'm merely pointing things out. Maybe a parent should have done this a long time ago. Letting you be an improv comedian. Well, it doesn't pay the bill. Yeah, that's what I figured. Look, I am going to sign this Fandango character. I'll kick you 10%. You can buy a new shirt. Oh, thank you very much, Mort. Uh, I don't even want to see your pants. Please don't get up. I'm going to get this Fandango. We're going to take down Brock and my brother. He is going to die when he hears about this. Well, Mr. Heyman, thank you very much for joining us. I'm very excited to see how this all turns out. Goodbye. My name is Paul Heyman. That's what my brother would say. But I'm Mort. Goodbye. See you later. Oh, boy. Scott, uh, what an asshole. What a great guest. What a jerk. He cut, cutting you down. I didn't like that one bit. I didn't like it either, but I did. He's a very interesting guy. Yeah, I don't like it. I don't like agents bullying people around. Dude, Paul Heyman's the man. His yeah, brother is Paul pretty, Heyman is the man. But his brother's pretty cool. Yeah, he's all right, I guess. <laughs> Talking about brothers, Steve, as you mentioned, holy shit. Shane McMahon. Yeah, our brother from another mother. We've been we've been doing this podcast for almost five years now. Mm -hmm. Since day one, we've been begging on the show, hoping, dreaming that impossible dream that Shane McMahon would come back. It happened. He came back. I didn't see it. All I know is that it happened. <laughs> I feel like I fucking missed the Titanic leaving. Steve, they recorded it. What? <laughs> yeah, the recording. No, 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 Scott. Ra is live. And then the last hour is the war zone. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got me there. <laughs> yeah, you didn't you didn't watch it. Have you seen an image? Do you see what Shane looks like? Here, let's watch it real quick and we'll come right back, okay? Okay. Hey guys, this is Beat Gas, formerly the Mean Street Posse, and you're listening to Curtain Jerks. And just remember one thing, every single day, somebody's got to pay. Wow, that was great. Steve just watched it. That was really good. I uh, I love Shane McMahon. It happened. We. It I love happened. wrestling. I want to say I love WrestleMania, Scott. You know, uh, who's to say that we caused this to happen? I don't know if any other podcast ever said I'd love to see Shane McMahon back on TV. No, everybody we, hates him. He's a bad guy. We've been saying it all along. We had Pete Gas on the show. Yeah. We talked to him. Precursor. 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 I'd like to say that we laid the foundation for this all to happen. Mm -hmm. Will I say it? Who knows? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Could be someday.
uncertainty. Maybe we'll talk to P. Gas again about this. We should. It'd be good. It's, his Twitter's blowing up. I think he's going to be on the Edge and Christian Totally Reek of Awesomeness show as well. He, he should be. Sent out a photo. So what was your uh, verdict on the Edge and Christian show, the Totally Reeks of Awesomeness? Trying to figure out another adjective that is still positive, but I want it to reek of awesomeness. I feel it's too edit heavy. Yeah, I think... Uh, dude, I feel like they probably shot an entire season's worth in two days. That's what it yeah. feels like. And, and was, so many different types of sketches and segments and stuff where it's like they threw it all, all against the wall. It could be a 10-minute show, and I think that'd be fine. Uh, but I think we agreed. My favorite segment was just the two of them watching their own debut matches. Yeah. That's it. Just go in chronological order <laughs> and just have you guys talk about how fucking weird everything was then and watching yourselves and looking at your own giant hair. And ripping on each other uh, outside of that. Like when they talk about segments and stuff and then they just kind of rip on each other or say, I'm not going to do this. Oh, the part with Vince McMahon was brilliant when he's like, dude, when he says to Christian, you... I've never liked you. Don't you read the internet? <laughs> that was awesome. That was great. Yeah. But yeah, uh, the other stuff. And that's the first episode. It's a pilot. Hey, what are you going to do? Rough. Network notes. WWE network notes. I'm going to keep watching the episodes that I watch. It might be a little spread out from time to time. <laughs> May not be binge watching. Get that tolerance back up. But I, I sooner like them doing shows like this. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. But Shane, Shane is back. Hell in a Cell, Undertaker for control of WWE. <laughs> Just wrong. I mean, what, what do you think might play out? I think he should get full company control. Like SmackDown 2, throw it in there. It's live now on USA. The network as well. So Edge and Christian and Shane totally reek of awesomeness. Yeah. 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 Dinner for three and Shane. What, you're telling me you wouldn't watch it? Legends with JPL with Shane taking notes? Yeah, I would watch it. Okay. He's great. And he's awesome. I I don't know what else to say. Do you, I, what do you think will unfold at WrestleMania? Is it just going to be the two of them in Hell and Cell? Is shenanigans going to happen? What's going to happen, I think Steve? it's going to be shenanigans. I think it's going to be a, probably a clusterfuck with The Undertaker. Mm -hmm. That being said, I hope it isn't, and I hope it headlines. Okay. Because I don't want to see Triple H and Roman Reigns for the belt. At the top of WrestleMania. Okay. At the, at the tippy top, not at the top. <laughs> top of the hour. Yeah, I want it to be, if it's going to be about the future of the company, make it a, make it big. Make it a spectacle. The, the Undertaker deserves to be in the main event. And Shane McMahon coming back definitely deserves to be in the main event. Does that change who the people running in could be if it's the main event? Uh, it's a hell in a cell. How are they going to get in, Scott? Pick five people that you think could possibly run in john cena okay that's one seth rollins oh, okay you're picking people that are gonna have trouble running true cm punk <laughs> recovering people, from back surgery. people are talking about that no really? joke like people are speculating and making crazy crazy theories about it well that's what a good wrestlemania is where everybody's making the weirdest batshit uh ideas Stone Cold, Easily, Rock, HBK, I think they would all be good fits. Mm -hmm. uh, the Rock definitely deserves a heel turn because he practically seems like a bad guy already. Mm -hmm. I'm a fucking millionaire, guys. Hey, I'm here. Anybody want some of my sweat? <laughs> yeah, I'll, t I'll tweet it out. I'll tweet out, I gave you my sweat. Mm -hmm. Live forever, The Rock. Uh, I don't, I, who, you name some guys. I'm, I'm still flabbergasted that he's. Street Posse. Boom. <laughs> Prepare yourselves. <laughs> <laughs>
God, I want it so bad. I want it so bad. God, That's so why it can't main event WrestleMania because then it won't happen. <laughs> uh, Match number three. <gasps> Ooh, the B3 Posse might be here. <laughs> I heard that they were that they flew in today. Guys, I know you've been talking about conspiracies and all these things with Shane McMahon. Well, I wanted to let you know. Mission accomplished. Jesse the Brain Ventura, what are you doing here? I told you what I was going to do the last time I was on your podcast. Oh my god, you said you were going to find Shane McMahon. Mission accomplished. How did you find him? Where was he? He was in Stamford, Connecticut at a Panda Express. Oh god, that orange chicken is so good, how can you turn it down? There was a big misunderstanding of he was going to go do business in China. He was going to go to Chinese restaurants and go munch on that biznash. Uh, Well, it was probably a guilty pleasure to go to Panda Express. I assume the Chinese food in China, just known as food, is very good. Turns out he's been there for six years, going there for every single meal. Just waiting for someone to come by and say hello. Uh, God, this is so intense. I'm so glad you found him. He's back for Mania. This is incredible. Yeah, I just let him know that two idiots... Out in Los Angeles, really want to see him on television again. So he said, okay, and he showed up. Jesse, thank you. That is so cool of you. You're welcome. So I'm just going to need my fee. Uh, Sorry, what's your fee? Oh, my fee is quite astronomical. I did a lot of research, did a lot of conspiracy theories, tore them down, spread them apart, uncovered the truth. And then went to go get some Chinese food and found Shane McMahon. All right, I'll just... Uh, I've also been staying at the W. I've been running up uh, quite the hotel bill. All right, I'll just take... Ordering it. prostitutes to pleasure me, to clear my mind, so I had no clouds of pain. All right, uh, look, I've been trying to get this cocktail napkin with a number scrawled on it out from under your giant hand, so I'll just, if I can take a look at this right here. Hold on, I have another one here with some more zeros on it. Oh, wow. Um... That is cash. (laughs) That's quite a consulting fee. Uh, Oh, on the back here. Oh, right. The consulting fee. Here's that as well. Oh, this is on a Panda Express napkin. That's right. Oh, and my delivery fee. Okay. Fair enough. Um, Yeah, I'll forward this to accounting and we'll see what we can uh, hammer out for you. I'll be here. (laughs) Happy to hear it. I'm just going to be sitting here on the couch staring. Okay, uh, Jesse the Brain Ventura, thank you so much for your service and for your help on this. this Undertaker's going to win if Shane wins. That's ridiculous. You think it's really Brock Lesnar and Shane McMahon being the only two that defeat the Undertaker at WrestleMania? That would be bullshit. I suppose it would be, I guess. But now with the Undertaker... Shane's all flabby. It looks like a real piece of shit. No, he does not. Yeah, he does. He's been eating Chinese food for six years. You didn't see that video on Twitter of him doing all those dips? Dips? Yeah, what do you he, mean? Oh, dipping dots? No, he was doing real bicep dips. I can do bicep dips. I can do way more bicep dips than Shane McMahon. I should be the one fighting the Undertaker at WrestleMania. For control of WWE Raw? That's right. I'd make it better. How would you make WWE Raw better? I would get rid of any conspiracies and uh, just unveil the truth for everyone. 
Do you feel like it's a conspiracy that Shane McMahon is facing The Undertaker at WrestleMania? Yeah, I do. Why isn't it Triple H, huh? Why isn't it next in line? The real son taking over the throne. The other guy's been skipping out of town for a while. Wow, Triple H and Shane McMahon would be quite a storied rival, right? Yeah, I think it's a really big deal. I don't know why they're running with that. It seems bad booking on their part. Uh, yeah, but I mean, I, apparently they've had this storyline in their back pocket for a long time. Yeah, well, I guess it's time that they finally do something about it. I'd make everything better. I'd execute Vince McMahon on live television. Everyone would love to see that. I'd auction off Stephanie McMahon to the masses. I'd also abolish slavery within the WWE. Jesus, that's pretty intense. <laughs> yeah, they shouldn't be having black guys as slaves anymore on there. Uh, well, I don't think, I think those guys are under contract. I don't think it's slavery. They put them in those bronze chains and make them run around dressed as unicorns. I think it's very humiliating for those guys. I think those guys came up with that gimmick. What are you talking about? Did they come out as slaves to Vince McMahon? Maybe I misunderstood. I haven't been watching the show in full. I've been catching YouTube snippets here and there. That can really change change the narrative i think that's what i thought too but i gathered all my information and found out that they're just slaves i'd get rid of it you look shocked i'd get rid of it well if there's slavery in the wwe i hope you would abolish it yeah it's black history month for crying out loud yeah that's very it's uh, gotta end gotta come to an end right now vince if you're hearing me the truth is there you know what jesse the body jesse the brain blend it up and drink it down Speaking of blending it up and drinking it down, I'm just going to put these napkins with your quotes on it in this big manila envelope. Going to lick that envelope. I'm not paying for that envelope. No, no, no. I'll use the stamps. And I will take this directly to Comedy Podcast Network's accounting. All right. I'm just going to be sitting on this couch and staring at you. All right. Uh, thank you, Jesse the Brain Ventura. You're welcome. Scott. Very excited for Mania. Very excited for Jesse the Brain Ventura to be running raw. I'm glad that slavery is going to end the WWE. Yeah, about time. About time. About time. About time. About time. Uh, now it's Jerk Tweet time. Nice. Follow us on Twitter at Curtain Jerks. Send us your hashtag Jerk Tweets. Questions about the show. Uh, answers that we've left questions to. Anything you want. Hey, look, it's a pretty open-ended service uh, that we provide. All right, guys? <laughs> a lot of loose ends. Continuity unsure. Han Solo's alive. That's right. He is. Thank you, Steve. As a young man in the new Han Solo Adventures, brought to you by Disney. Uh, Don't forget, he'll have a cameo in the new Rogue One movie. Uh, yeah, I'm super bummed about that, too. <laughs> At Disturbed0N3 says, Shane is back. Vince dropped an F-bomb. Reigns used a blood capsule. Is the PG era gone? What should the next era be called? Uh, I'd love for the gratuitous lingerie uh, era. Probably so a little. The <laughs> DLE? Yeah, probably a little bit short, though. <laughs> Nobody's got the stamina. Right. I don't know. I, I think people often misconstrue the PG thing. Because PG truly means parental guidance. So when we're... Okay, the Vince McMahon F-bomb aside, like that one is not PG. That's pretty heavy. But some blood, you know... Um, uh, Shane being back, I don't think constitutes like, whoa, this is getting heavy. But I mean, I think he doesn't really exist in the PG era. I say that in quotations. Mm -hmm. I think what's really interesting now is like, 
it's a new era. I don't I don't know what to call it, but like the stuff that the guys that are coming out of NXT are blowing everybody's minds. Right. right? They are so cool. I think maybe this new era is like why don't we call it the talent era? We're going back to what matters. Ooh, cutting. Yeah. And I think very cutting to everyone else. No, but I Because Daniel Bryan is out of the talent era. <laughs> but I mean he was I think it wouldn't have happened without him. You know, like it's okay. he started it. And I feel like every he the bar has been pushed so high, I feel like, that now there's all these guys that normally you wouldn't really see wrestling. I mean, there's I'm sure there's sure there's Braun Strowman's and stuff, the big fucking classic guy. Mm-hmm. But I think they're realizing that there's a, a lot of guys who normally they wouldn't have signed or pushed or had a program with are at the forefront. You know, like a Kevin Owens or uh uh, Shinsuke Nakamura. That guy's got. He has like a main event status paycheck, and he's going to be in NXT for a while. Yeah, like well, he's just... got to get his driver's test. You mm-hmm. know, he's got to figure out the right side of the road. You know, to get a bank account. He's got to make sure his American Standard accent is on point. That's right. He's got to listen to those tapes in his car. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, there, there is something to be said about that, but you can't call it like the indie darling era. You can't. You can't call out something else outside of itself. No, it's got to be self-generated. Like the Attitude Era was like launched by ECW or like the Reality Era or the Ruthless Aggression Era. Yeah. Like, I can see them pushing parental guidance. I can see them pushing the – if blood is needed here and there in the way that it was used with Triple H and Reigns where he busted up his face. I don't know if it was a blood caps or not. You say it was, but he kept ramming his face on the table – uh, and then punching it. So I, I thought he busted him open naturally because it wasn't a lot of blood. But I mean, like when we were younger watching, it's like it was way more fucked up than it is now. And we were way younger watching it. Mm-hmm. So I think there is kind of an element of like maybe it does need to be a little bit messed up because at least you're watching somebody bleed in a fictional setting, even if it's sort of sports related, opposed to watching or hearing about toddlers shooting adults on the news. And externally, yeah, you see repercussions for something. Because when you, there's there, so yeah, many it, of the outside... It's building to a pay-per-view, Scott. Like, ooh, his back is busted up from falling on the concrete floor. Like, so you tell me. I see them fall down all the time. I the think, second I see a guy bleed, I go, uh-oh, this is bad. Yeah, and I think what's interesting about that is with wrestling, you're actually exposed to the violence. And on the news, it is so commonplace. Like, police shooting people or something like that. You're not sure which day which which mass shooting it was or something along those lines you yeah. know what i mean because it's always uh footage from a helicopter of a building with some cop cars out front with wrestling when you do see something graphic or strange or like dangerous or violent you're right you do see the repercussions it's in your face it is in your face and that's a good thing i think you need to see i prefer that pain. to seeing dead bodies on the news yeah which they don't do but it's and i'm not advocating for that it's exciting yeah <laughs> um so, yeah, I, I really don't have a good answer of what the next era would be called. Uh, I, I keep thinking of Star Trek titles like Deep Space Ring. <laughs> yeah. You know, WWE Voyager. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. Um, I mean, I like the talent era because it's not just about the guys in the ring. It's also what the product is becoming. It's like everyone's – when I watch it now, I'm sort of struck by how, like, the cameramen that WWE uses have been filming – five days a week for the last 10 years. And you can see it when like the cuts that take place when someone gets slammed or like the quick zoom in and outs while things are happening. Mm -hmm. They have a very dynamic style of filming and editing 
that has been honed, and that's where we are. We're in this very honed place. The people that are coming in now, like the indie darlings, like you said, mm-hmm. we're looking at a lot of guys with like 10 years of experience. That's that's a big deal, and they're yeah. fresh to the majority of the audience. So that's kind of – you have a lot of talented people coming in, and everyone's going to kind of think that they're rookies. Yeah, because they present it that way. And they're not. Yeah, it's it's true. Uh, it's a it's a crazy era right now uh, with Daniel Bryan going out and all these new guys coming in. Uh, this could be a revolutionary time. Yeah, or the revolution era. The Civil War era. No, oh, Marvel. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, oh, that's what happens if uh, Jesse the Brain Ventura abolishes the slavery in the WWE. Oh, finally. Yeah. The so, glory area. Yeah. Area. The glory area. <laughs> the glory era is what I meant. Um, it's behind the porno store, but you can you have to use a separate door to get in there. You'll be happy you did. Wear gloves. Oh, but don't do the wrong door, and then you because you won't be happy. So you know all the stuff going on in the WWE, uh, and we try and talk about other things that happen outside the WWE, and there are also people that are. Also trying to make careers still post WWE. Ken Shamrock being one of them. Ken Shamrock uh, fought again um, in MMA. In MMA in Bellator. Oh, owned by the Russian mafia. Is that right? Or is it the Japanese mafia? That was uh, the Yakuza owned Pride. Yeah, and Bellator. I thought we've just always commonly said that it was owned by the Russian mafia. Sure. Right? Yeah, all the guys that were endorsing Rusev there for a while and then turned their back on him. Ugh, jeez. Those guys. Yeah, because you fucking kicked me in the balls! <laughs> Ken Shamrock! Uh, Ken, Ken Shamrock's here, a uh, legendary fighter. Uh, recently, well, you uh, you didn't... Balls win. kicked in her! God! Can, can we, somebody kicked me in the balls! Yeah, but someone. It was Hoist Gracie, a man who you have... Yeah, a, Hoist Gracie! Kick me in the balls! Yeah, you have a long feud going with him and... Fought 20 It used to be long and dangly. Now they're short and stuffed up inside me. Wait, by getting kicked in the balls, they're now short and stuffed up inside you? Don't you know that you can put your balls up inside your body if you're a sumo wrestler? That's where I train and that's how I do it. I didn't know that. I Ken, I have really long dangly balls. Yeah, you can stick your testicles back up inside your body. And the worst part is, when you do it against your own will, and somebody kicks you in the balls! Okay, well that sounds terrible. And you did. You had your match against Hoist Gracie. And my balls kicked in! It was a very short match. Within the first round, a couple minutes, uh, you got a bunch of knees to your uh, chest and stomach. And I guess one of them hit you in the balls. Yeah, I got kicked in the balls! And did it on purpose! And then there was rough stoppage after you got pounded in the face quite a bit. Yeah, my face hurts. Not as much as my balls! Uh, yeah, so, so I'm really sorry about that. I'm sorry that it didn't work out that well. And you were really upset afterwards. Yeah, I'm still upset. You seem really upset. Is there something I can... Can I get you an ice pack? No, it's too fucking late. I was kicking in the balls, Scott. Okay, Ken, um, I'm really sorry. You know, maybe... Give me your balls. What? Give me your balls. <laughs> no. Take out your long stringy balls and put them on the table. Ken, I don't think you want my long stringy balls. I do. You, you... Dangle over the microphone so I can kick them. Ken, real quick. I know you didn't kick me in the ball, Scott. Ken, real quick. Uh, you are a massive guy. You're built. You're huge and muscular. I don't know if my balls are going to be able to fuel all that. You've never had a brick shit house fall down on your balls? No. Take your balls out. 
All right. Um, Steve, could you turn away? I, I want as few people to watch this as possible. What? I turned off the uh, live stream of Curtain Jerk. Yeah, but I'd like you to turn away. Could you turn away? When am I ever going to get to see your balls? Could you please turn away? When am I going to get to see your balls? Maybe in the sixth year. Thank you for explaining when I get to see your balls. Mr. Ventura, could you please turn away? Not until I get my fee. Oh, so Jesse the Rain Ventura gets to see your balls, and I have to turn away. Oh, there's going to be balls out? I don't want to see that. I'll turn away. Thank you. Um, all right, Ken, you can just give me a moment here. I'm just going to... This just feels awkward. I'm just going <gasps> to... Ah! I kicked you in the balls just like Christ crazy. God, my fingers. I didn't even get my balls out. Yeah, you just jammed your fingers deeper into your balls. Ah! Oh, God, what is that? It looks like you put your hand into a big old pile of silly putty. Yeah, oh, I can't I can't wedge my hand out. You just kicked my hand into my balls. What is that, a big bag of silly putty that fell on the ground of a barber shop? No, it's my hand that was in my balls, and you kicked it in there. Ken, why would you do that to me? Scott, I do you need help? Are you okay? I am not okay, and I do don't... Do you need me to turn around and look and examine and find out what kind of help you need? Not yet. Not until the interview's over. All right, because I am ready to turn around and look. No, I'm not ready for this. Ken, look, I didn't tell Hoist Gracie to kick you in the balls. No one told Hoist Gracie to kick you in the balls. I'm sorry that it happened, but a loss is a loss. Move on. Fight again. You, you know what? Thanks for your apology. I'm sorry. Thank you. Okay, I'm really sorry. Thank you. I'm really, really sorry. Thank you. I, I'm so sorry. Thank you. Maybe you'll get inducted in the WWE Hall of Fame. God, jeez, you really think so? Maybe. No, boy, I'm going to tell my brother. <laughs> oh. Scott, I'm turning around. Can I check your balls? Oh, you see me in all my shame. Those are some big balls. I mean, I guess I wouldn't say they're, they're big, big balls. Your no. scrotum is just very long. Yeah, it's very long, dangly. You're a tall guy. I don't think the two are mutually exclusive. You're like Trevor from... Uh, Grand Theft Auto Five. God, I gotta play that game. He's got long they talk about his balls. He's got long balls. Oh. could you just pull at my elbow so I can unwedge my hand from my balls? So grab your balls. No, just grab my elbow. <laughs> okay, so grab your balls and no. then shoulder push your elbow. No, you're a married man. Please don't push my balls. Okay, then just grab your balls once and squeeze them. Step on then... my left foot and grab my elbow and then step right, down really like hard. This? Ooh. Oh, <laughs> oh! <laughs> Scott, was that your elbow or your ball? <laughs> Steve, is your lip okay? <laughs> I think so. Is your lip okay? <laughs> uh, oh, what's that smell? Oh, that's the smell of my balls after All recording right. okay. episodes. I just want to see them. I didn't want to taste them. God. I'm sorry. That's my dominant hand. It's the hand I used to check on people's faces that elbowed themselves in the face. I, that was my hand? I thought that was... Was that my hand... Your elbow or your balls? You pulled my elbow with your hand. My elbow and your hand hit you in the face. Oh, I assumed your balls would have flapped about and hit me in the face. Oh, no. My balls hit me in the face. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. Listeners, if you only could have seen what just happened. What happened? I didn't see what happened. I was told to turn around because balls were coming out. Nothing, Jesse the Brain Ventura. Scott, I got to get this stuff to accounting, and I don't know if we even have an accounting department. I say we just leave the studio. I Granted, it's nice and new, and it's wonderful in here, but I'd say we just leave him in here forever, and we find a new studio. Hey, let's do it. Okay. 
Uh, yes, we're in a new studio here. We're in the Comedy Podcast Network headquarters. I did the same thing you did when I was fucking <laughs> I was it up. Like, what the fuck am I saying? It's a new space. I don't know the letters to this. Uh, yeah, it's a it's a new recording studio. Um, so with that, we now have more space. I've had to turn guests away that would come visit us live because we just flat out didn't have room in the last space that we were in. So now. It is spacious. We hope to get some more guests here soon. Mm-hmm. We're on the road to WrestleMania. We've got exciting stuff planned and coming up. So check out our Facebook. Check out our Twitter. Of course, so help support the show and support your wrestling habit by going to Pro Wrestling Loot and use the promo code JERKS. That is 10% off. J-E-R-K-S. 10% off your first grade. Subscribe. Cancel at any time. And I have something really awesome to plug. It's the website goodnightbrooklyn.com. Uh, my really good friend made a documentary about a DIY music space in Williamsburg, uh, Brooklyn, and it's incredible. The trailer is at goodnightbrooklyn.com. Oh. Like them on Facebook, goodnightbrooklyn.com. It is awesome. This movie is going to be so cool. Who's the friend? Do I uh, know them? I think you met him uh, maybe at my wedding. My friend Matt. Matt. Yeah, goodnightbrooklyn.com. That's pretty neat. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll get it out there on the Facebook and Twitter and all that. Let us know your thoughts, listeners. Check it out. Go let us know. They need the support, as everybody does. But yeah, check it out. It's awesome. And uh, next week, a very special Gets Jerked episode of the Flintstones and WWE Stone Age Smackdown. It is a doozy. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. So that's going to be a really good episode, so check that out. Uh, For Curtain Jerks, I'm Scott Narver. I'm Steve Sears. Enjoy your wrestling, kids. Receive this transmission from the Comedy Podcast Network. For more shows, visit comedypodcastnetwork.com.